0: Welcome to the Nourishment Mindset Podcast, your guide to good food, good health, and a good life. And now, here's your host, Nutrition Network Advisor and author of the Nourishment Mindset, Dixie Huey. Happy Transformation Tuesday, y'all. Welcome to or back to the nourishment mindset podcast, where we are on a metabolic mission to discover or rediscover your vitality and reverse chronic lifestyle conditions using real whole foods, straight talk, sound healing practices, and the pleasures of the table. Thank you so much to those of you who have supported me through viewing the podcast, buying the book. If you haven't yet got your copy, please go to Amazon to do so. Or if you'd like a signed copy, you can go to favorfat.com. I sell it with free shipping, just like Amazon, and I can make it out to you or a friend I would like to recognize a very special person in my life before we get on with the subject of this episode. She is Karen Huey. yes. She and I share the same last name. She is my mother-in-law, so of course she's going to write, you know, a winning review. Um, so I'm sharing it for this reason because I love her stance and her balance in what she says. So five stars. Okay. Thank you, Karen. But listen, she says healthy eating habits that affect your everyday life. This book, that's my book, the nourishment mindset is very easy to read. Dixie has been healthy eating for years. So don't try to eliminate all bad food at once. It takes time, but it's worth it. I have learned a lot from her. A mix of professional and personal knowledge makes for a well-written book with real-life struggles to be healthy and positive. Five plus stars. So thank you, wonderful mother-in-law, Karen. She has accepted me into her family from day one, despite all of my numerous flaws. But I thought that is particularly good advice. You don't do all this all at once. Each step you can take, on your journey to elevated health counts. And we're not here to be perfect. I am not perfect. Oh my gosh, those of you that know me are laughing right now. (laughs) Not at all. This is just about making investments in that health bank account of yours so that you can enjoy the few withdrawals that you make. It is all about feeling great and experiencing vitality. So I agree with Karen completely. This is not some sort of judgy health coach, finger pointing approach to the pleasures of the table. That's why I'm about the pleasures of the table. It's supposed to be fun. So please know that my book is not about being perfect. It is about finding the best version of you and making the best choices for you. I do not believe in diet dogma. And if you are one of, if you're a client, you know that. I I do not believe that there is one approach that helps everyone. It's got to be right for your lifestyle. So thank you, Karen. Thank you, other reviewers If you have not taken a moment to review me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Play, or from the book, Amazon, please do so, pretty please, I would appreciate it very much, helps get our word out. So today, we are going to be talking about a couple of things. Our main topic of conversation is exercise. I'm a fitness instructor, so exercise is part of who I am. But before we get into that, I want to talk about supplements. So I have a supplement. I get asked about supplements all the time. And I think this is for two reasons. One, there are people who just want to optimize. And I I think that's wonderful. I take some supplements to optimize. I am a first and foremost believer in the power of real whole foods, though. I want to get the majority of my nutrition from foods. Foods are more bioavailable to your body, meaning your body recognizes food more than it recognizes a capsule of something. That being said, my absolute favorite supplement for human health is cod liver oil. This is a, I've mentioned this before, it is called Green Pastures Fermented Cod Liver Oil. And this stuff is awesome. You can get it in the cinnamon flavor so it's not quite so fishy. I'm going to take my shot here today. I do two milliliters a day. It comes with a little pipette. May not be the most pleasant taste in your day, but so what? Who cares? Super bioavailable. It combines vitamins A and D, you need to take these together. If you're swallowing a vitamin D pill and you're not getting the right amount of vitamin A with it, you are not doing yourself a favor. So this fermented cod liver oil, and again, I like green pastures, um, is basically an omega-3 supplement. Much more bioavailable than a capsule form. And the thing to know about the capsule form that most people don't talk about is these are rancid. These oils are not stable. They can get oxidized very quickly and therefore they become rancid. So think about it. Let's say you take a bite of a piece of a fruit and just leave it on the counter. It's gonna start (laughs) um, turning brown, right? And so you put fish oil into a capsule and then it sits on the shelf for who knows how long. This is rancid y'all. You want more of a fresh approach. So that's why I, and I am not, I would never accept money from a product to tout it. That's not why I'm here on this planet. This is just what I take because I'm looking for a vitamin A and D supplement that gives me the omega-3s that is fresh. So I highly recommend it. And you can play like a game with it, with your family, see who's least wuss when shooting it down. I still kind of feel the, the cinnamon there. So think about that instead of those rancid fish oil capsules that probably your doctor has recommended to you. Do the fresh stuff. You can get it on Amazon. It's super easy. Last week, we talked about another supplement that I love, but it's a food a lot of y'all wanna talk about collagen supplements and I understand, but last week, if you haven't heard the pod or watched the video on YouTube, go back because we I show y'all my recipe for bone broth. This is the best collagen supplement out there and it's nearly free because it's bones that you would ne- normally be throwing away with things added from around your house, like lemon, herbs, super easy. So check out last week's episode, number 27, If you miss that, because that's my other, those are my top two supplements would be fermented cod liver oil for the A and D and the omega-3 and bone broth for the collagen. So let's get to exercise, exercise. So I started off as a fitness instructor. I want to say I began teaching at about 16 and I taught all through college. I was a personal trainer. And at this time in my life, I was a calories in, calories out kind of gal. Keiko, Seiko, burn those calories. Eat the calories, burn the calories. I was always doing math. I talk about this a lot in my book. Super obsessive calorie counter. And... That's basically the message the fitness industry still sends to this day that you need to burn calories. I hear instructors at my local Y still talking about how we're going to burn calories today. And the let's call it inconvenient truth um, I've taught where I've taught now for the last going on four years is that most of the people in these classes and God love them. I love our Y members. Do not change their body composition. Now, maybe a lot of them aren't looking to change their body composition. But when I get questions about weight loss from certain members, I think to myself, well, you know, you've basically maintained, which is wonderful. But if you are looking to change your body composition, burning calories via exercise is not the way to do that. Now, there's a massive exception here. When I say this, I'm talking about the cardio burn type classes where you're sweating and you're jumping around, that sort of thing. You're just like, quote, burning calories, burning off energy. A huge tool for changing body composition is strength training. This is so important. And a lot of us women avoid strength training because we don't want to be bulky or gain weight or something like that. But strength training is huge. And it's difficult for me to admit this, but if I had to choose between strength training and like cardio classes, walking, running, that sort of thing, I'm going with strength training because this is how you can increase, maintain slash increase your muscle mass. So strength training is super important. But back to this idea of burning calories through exercise and why that is important. You know, it's essentially BS. It reminds me of like a hamster spinning around in a wheel. And a lot of times people will do this for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes. You know, it's, I mean, if you have the time and you enjoy it fine, I personally do not have the time. So my cardio looks like about 20, 25 minutes with some intervals Interspersed. So if I'm on the big stair climber, I'm gonna jack it up really tough for like 30 seconds to a minute and then take it down and rest. Or if I'm out jogging, I'm gonna go into a sprint. But guess what, y'all? I'm not doing this to lose weight because here's the bum bump. Exercise is a poor tool for losing weight. I know this sounds absolutely crazy especially coming from a fitness instructor. But exercise is a poor tool for losing weight. I mentioned the, you know, the same people that come back into my classes that their body type does not change. and hey, again, that's fine. I'm not there to judge, but assuming some of them would like to lose weight, it ain't happening via coming to my exercise class. <laughs> also, I used to coach triathlon. And I would have people that I coach gain weight. How in the world do you gain weight training for a triathlon? Right? That doesn't make any sense, except, well, exercise can increase your appetite. So it can cause you to gain weight, especially if you're following the recommendations of taking some sort of glucose source every 20 to 30 minutes while you're exercising. That's totally counterproductive. So let's rethink exercise. Exercise is incredible. Again, I'm a fitness instructor. I'm not saying that exercise (laughs) sucks. Or is it necessary? What I am saying, potentially controversially, is that exercise is a poor tool for losing weight. However, exercise has tremendous benefits. The number one benefit that almost no one talks about is increasing your insulin sensitivity. So what in the world do I mean by that? Here's what I mean. Most of us are insulin resistant. That means that the body is having to sort of overproduce insulin out of the pancreas, the beta cells in the pancreas that release insulin. And that is due to usually super high carbohydrate diets. And therefore, we're we're tapping that system too much, and the the cells can become resistant to insulin. So the idea is to become insulin sensitive. This is why it's really important. The next time you go to your doctor to have blood work done, you must request because almost no doctor will run this as a standard uh, annual or semi-annual Blood work. You need to ask for your fasting insulin because this, I call it like a window into your future. You can see diabetes before your A1C, which is your three-month blood sugar average, or even your fasting glucose will tell you that there is a problem. This fasting insulin will show you how insulin sensitive you are. So you want that test, but you do not want to go with the mainstream lab levels of that test because they will tell you that up to 20 is okay. This is bullshit. 20 is a major problem. I would say that 10 is a cause for concern. Ideally, I want to see my clients five or less on that fasting insulin score. Five or less. So way smaller number than the lab is going to tell you is okay. So back to my point, exercise increases your insulin sensitivity. So that's the flip side. So we want to keep our fasting insulin low, ideally under five. We don't want it to be zero. We need to have insulin production But we want to be insulin sensitive. And that number is going to tell you that. And this to me is the number one benefit of exercise that ain't nobody talking about. Here's some other benefits of exercise. It improves your immune function because it helps your sleep. It helps your mood. It helps your cardiovascular functioning, lowering your resting heart rate. There are so many more benefits to exercise. Exercise is a fountain of youth. It is wonderful. If I don't, if I go a few days without exercising, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a bitch. You don't want to be around me. I need that. That that is my my uh, antidepressant, if you will. And I just saw a headline this week that is sort of a big no duh. But here's the headline: Exercise is more effective. Then pills for treating mood disorders, of course, especially when this exercise is done outdoors getting some of that natural vitamin D and fresh air. So y'all I am not saying don't exercise, what I am saying is, in terms of like goal setting and expectations adding exercise to lose weight, you could be very disappointed. And then how sad would that be? Because what if you stop doing the exercise because it didn't help you lose weight? You would miss out on all these other amazing benefits of exercise, namely insulin sensitivity, immune function, mood, sleep, cardiovascular function. Again, so we just need to think differently about exercise. I don't get up to go teach my classes or go for the interval run that I did today to lose weight. I do it for all of the other benefits to be metabolically healthy because being metabolically healthy can help you lose weight. And this is a big flip flop from what I used to teach clients back in the day when I would tell them that they must count calories and that they must burn calories and yada, yada. And I, I think I used to think of it probably as like a 50, 50 split like exercise is just as important as nutrition over the years. I kind of went to like 20, 80. So exercise, maybe 20% nutrition, 80, but now I've got to say 90 to 95 plus percent of your body composition is what you are putting into your body. So just let that sink in a little bit. So let's go to chapter 22 in my book, a little bit of a preview. Sometimes I read little sections of this. So chapter 22 is about just this. Chapter 22 says you can't exercise your weight loss, but you need to exercise. So since you have been listening to me the last few minutes, you know why. But I say in my book, let's get to the point. You can not exercise your way out of a shitty diet. So you can count all the steps and calories and grams and all of this stuff. You can spend money on things that you do not necessarily need to. Hey, if you want a step counter, fine. Fine but this is that calories mentality. This is all from that. So just to let this sink in, if we think calories are important, then we'll say, oh, okay, I can eat 500 calories of a ribeye, or I can eat 500 calories of sugar, and that's the same thing. Now, come on, we know that that's BS. So. Let's get back to the weightlifting thing. As I said earlier, if you're just going to do one form of exercise, do strength training. And it pains me to say this because I really want you to do both. But as we round that corner of 30, and I at 45 am well beyond that 30, <laughs> um, we lose muscle mass every year naturally. And so strength training can help prevent muscle and lean tissue loss. It can also, you can, if you do strength training combined with really excellent eating, particularly getting that protein that your body must have to maintain lean muscle mass, you can even gain muscle in your later years. So right now I am actually in the process of I have gold myself to gain muscle mass, I am challenging myself to do more heavy lifting in the gym. So at least two days a week of lifting that really challenges me because I would like to add some muscle. One of the things that's really tough about aging is if you don't strength train, as I mentioned, you're going to lose muscle. But you can develop a condition called sarcopenia where you become completely deconditioned. And this begins to not only affect your balance, but it can affect your ability to do just everyday tasks. And that, you know, that's the like hunched over person who has trouble um, performing those everyday tasks. And so my recommendation to my clients is always to get out in front of that. Establish a strength training routine. It doesn't have to be hours and hours in the gym. I, I would say 15 minutes twice a week is a beautiful thing. That can be a huge difference in your life. Some sort of strength training. So just... Think of that. You don't have to do it at a gym. You can buy your own equipment. YouTube has some excellent videos out there. I will be doing a strength training podcast where I'm going to walk y'all through. My next one is going to be just a simple 15-minute routine. And you can watch that on YouTube if you want to actually do it along with me, or you can just listen to get some ideas. But you don't have to belong to a gym to do that. And those 15 to 20 minutes twice a week are going to add up in a month, a year, several years. So this mindset of, well, I don't have time to exercise, you know, that's, that's excuses talking. You probably spend that much time per week scrolling around on social media. So you do have time to strength train. It's just got to become a priority for you. And you will see and feel the benefits. Another question that I get asked a lot is, well, I don't want to be sore. I don't want to be in pain, yada, yada. This is not like a feel the burn. That that is not where we are in this day and age. We are about preserving lean tissue. We are about health. We are about vitality. So you don't have to go sweat it out in the gym with weird dudes in tank tops who are grunting. (laughs) As I said, we can do this at home and I'll be showing y'all a full body home routine in next week's podcast. So I hope you've learned a little bit about the benefits of exercise. There might be some surprise information about exercise not being a great weight loss tool, but the great news is that exercise has tremendous benefits that often aren't talked about. So I hope you will share this, podcasts with others who maybe either are, they could be anywhere from compulsive exercisers to sedentary folk who just don't have three hours a week to exercise. I'm saying, give me 30 minutes. You can make massive transformation in your life. So yeah. exercise is wonderful. It's just stinks as a weight loss tool. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I think it's important that we always be honest here on the nourishment mindset. So in closing, if you haven't bought the book, pretty please, pretty please Amazon or favorfat.com. If you would like to suggest a topic for the week after next, next week is already going to be dedicated to a full body 15 minute strength routine. I love topics. I love questions. That's where I got the idea for last week's bone broth recipe episode, as well as this week's mention of that cod liver oil over fish oil capsules. So I hope y'all have a wonderfully nourished week. Thank you so much for your support and cheers.